morning. Good morning. What is up, Julia? I am kind of on like this like energy cloud nine. Like I'm just like so stoked this morning. I don't know. I just like I hopped on and we're like chatting. And I'm like, let's get this going. So I am I'm pumped. You I'm ready. Pumped. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I uh I'm uh in the freezing cold basement. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll ever I wish people that. could see you. I need to take a photo because what I see is some, um, I see a little silhouette because you're in a, your room. I don't know if your room is dark, but you are <laughs> like, it's like not backlit, but front lit. It is kind of thing. Okay. Are you taking a picture? I'm taking a picture. It's just, it's just funny. I just think it's hilarious. Anyway. Uh, yeah. There's only one light in here and it's this little light on the desk. Um, people should also know that we record this over zoom. So when we say we see each other, it's because we're, we're, we're not in the same room. We live in separate cities. So we literally do it over zoom. Yep. Um, I went to the casino, like we talked about, and I just want to say that there is a slot machine and it's called OMG cats. It was made for you. I had the, I mean, I just have to just tell people that that seat yeah. was real warm when you left. Cause you did that. Cause you kept it warm. You sat there the whole day, didn't you? Well, here's the thing. I brought a hundred dollars and I said, okay, I can lose a hundred dollars. Okay. I first played some like warrior princess one <laughs> and, um, I doubled my money in like 10 minutes. So I had $200 oh, and then I took okay. it over to OMG cats. And Uh-oh. it had like four different cats that would like scroll through and they all had little names <laughs> and it was adorable. They were all long haired cats. One was white. One was a tabby. Who cares? But the fact that it was called OMG cats, I just was like in love with it. So I sat there for about 10 minutes and, um, got down to $75. Ooh. Stopped. Okay. And, and here's the thing. I was like, how do people stay here for hours? Because mm-hmm. I won and I should have just walked out when I won. Like I should have walked out when I doubled my money. I didn't. Right. I stayed long enough to lose $75. And then I was like, I can't lose anymore. I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, but I have continuously thought about OMG cats <laughs> since that was Sunday. Um, Lita was there. That's my daughter. She works at the casino. She's a cocktail waitress. She's fantastic. She kept mm-hmm. coming around to check on us. Um, Love it. Mr. Pibbs. Um, <laughs> Not Dr. Pepper. No, they had Mr. Pibb there, which is delicious. Sponsor us. Plug um, us. Plug us. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say that there's a game called OMG Cats, and it, I fell in love with it, and I keep thinking about it, and I might go back. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Next time, maybe bring like $50. Yeah. So it might feel better if you double your money. Like, as, I mean, it might be, feel the same, but still maybe bring less so you can stay longer. Or maybe? I should, I don't know. Or I should bring $400 and see if I can double it. See, it's easy to think of it both ways. Oh gosh. Ooh, like if I can double out. my money that quick, I should bring a hell of money. Yeah. But I could lose it that quick. Okay. Do you double have sword. a, what'd you say? I said, it's a double sword. There is double-edged. Double-edged Do you sword. have a, I am today years old. You know, I actually do. I really do. Yes. So I have to pull up my Google drive here. So in my um, research of this week's song, I came across the word disambiguation. 
So it, the lyric, I you it said the lyric, and then in parentheses it says like dis, and, and this is on Wikipedia disambiguation. I'm like, what? So if you click on the disambiguation, it'll bring up like a bunch of different links that that song lyric is affiliated to. So I didn't know what disambiguation was. The act or process of distinguishing between similar things, meaning names in order to make a meaning or interpretation more clear or certain. So it's like distinguishing is like disambiguation. Didn't know that. I Lame. Oh, no, you didn't know I that also- either. I did not know that. Okay. So if you see disambiguation on Wikipedia or something, you can click on it and it'll show you like what there's other references to that exact like phrase. I think. Okay. 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 Here is what I don't understand. Are you saying that the word disambiguation is in a song you're about to present? No, there is. It just meant that when I Googled it, it like wikipedia gave like this link to disambiguation so when you click on it it brings you to like it's i can't say it without saying the name of the song but okay don't never mind forget it so uh, why uh, i'm wasting i'm wasting airtime. i don't care my today years no, old I mean, was stupid <laughs> i mean i mean yeah let's hear i mean when we get to the song then i'll decide if it was stupid okay when we talk about the song I will then say, you know, that was stupid. Or I'll say that made total sense. I understand why you did it. Okay. Sounds good. Um, do you have any other story? I thought you, I thought maybe you had, you said you had another story. Oh my God. The funniest thing happened to me the other day. I left the house to go to work. I haven't gone to work in a couple of weeks because we had a COVID scare. So I work part-time at this amazing store anyway. So I go to work and I, I had to take Zalen with me because, um, we had like a, switcheroo with whatever. So Zalen was at work with me and I was like walking around and I had on like these, one of my favorite high-waisted made whale sponsor us jeans. And they're kind of tied on my butt, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I was putting something in my pocket and I felt something like in my, in my jeans. Like it was like, gosh, it feels like do I have a, is my underwear all bunched up underneath my jeans? Like this, it felt like there was like a bunch of fabric bunched up in my jeans. And I was like, was it a dryer sheet? I thought it, I was like, it's probably going to be a dryer sheet. And I thought, I said, Dylan, can, is there something on my butt? Can you look at it? Cause I was like, I was like, it feels bunchy. And I was like pulling on my underwear and I'm like, oh, it's probably just my underwear sagging. So I pulled my underwear up and Dylan's like, why don't you just go to the bathroom and check? And I was like, no, it's no big deal. And then Uh-oh. I kept obsessing about it. I was like, oh my God. I'm not, and I finally decided to duh, go to the bathroom and like, check. I had a pre okay. So I pulled my jeans out of the laundry this morning. Cause who actually puts like, I mean, laundry. You just, it's like the, I'm going to, it's not really dirty, but it's like not dirty to put away and it's too clean to go in the laundry. So it just sits on top of my dresser. Well, I pulled the jeans out to put on. And I guess when I took them off the day before I I kept my underwear on in there. So there was a bunched up pair of underwear in my jeans, like bunched up. (laughs) I'm so lucky that they didn't fall down the leg. (laughs) Okay. So wait, I'm sorry. These jeans were not ready to go in the laundry. They weren't really dirty. I mean, I, I don't think you, I thought you never washed jeans ever. Well, you don't, but I, I guess I was in a hurry. And when I took them off last time, I also took off my underwear with them. And I just like threw them like bunched gotcha. up, like all together into my laundry basket or on, it might've been on top of my dresser. Cause I'm a slob. Maybe. I don't know. I'm really, so you a had a balled up pair of underwear in your butt. 
Yeah. It probably looked like I was like, I had like a bunched up like maxi pad too. Cause it was probably like all wrinkled up in my butt. <laughs> I mean, the moral of this story is if you ever feel like there's something in your butt, you should just go right to the bathroom. Huh? Don't Instead, I was just like trying to figure it out. And then I was like, maybe it's a dryer sheet. And I was like, no, I don't wash my jeans. I don't put them in the dryer. <laughs> all right. Well, this is a podcast where we talk about songs and we talk about the song's lyrics. And so it's Julie's turn to have a song. I don't know what the song is, but Julie, let's talk about your song. Okay. Are we ready? We hold on. Hold on. First of all, I need to move my screen so I can see your face. Okay. We are going to be discussing Hey Ya by Outcast. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're not going to believe this maniacs nobody is going to believe what i'm about to just say Ooh, what is it 30 minutes ago i was <laughs> upstairs sitting on the couch okay dana was sitting on the chair in the living room and she <laughs> said to me can you name a song by outcast just randomly out of the blue oh my god dana oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god. i'm sweating i'm sweating you want to know why that happened <laughs> Oh, I want it to just be serendipitous. It's not. It's I'm so sorry. I had a feeling this was going to happen. I texted her like a couple hours ago and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this song. Will you nonchalantly see if Christine knows it? <laughs> and then I'm oh thinking, God. she texted me. She's like, yeah, it's the only song that, that she knows by them. And I was like, oh, shoot. She's probably, when I announce it, she's probably going to be like, whoa, this is so ironic and serendipitous. Sorry, I totally planned it. I don't know. I, wonder- I don't. My mouth is just wide open <laughs> because I totally did. I totally fell for the serendipity. I was not you intending it. Rats. You I was not intending rats. that to happen. <laughs> Gosh darn dirty rats! I <laughs> so sorry. Woo! That was a fun one. I literally did not mean to do that. I was like, this is gonna be. This song is gonna be so much more fun if she knows it and remembers it and like, like, no, you know, cause it's, and I was worried that you weren't going to, and it was gonna be like totally lose. And I was like, how can I get her to say something? But then I'm like, oh shoot, Christine's going to think it's like all like ironic and serendipitous. And you did boom. I pulled, I pulled them up on my phone and I went to images. Cause Dana's like, you sh- they dress really well. And I'm looking at how they dress. I'm like, oh yeah. And then she named like three other songs. I was like, that's the outcast. That's outcast. Oh my God. <laughs> You guys, you guys suck. We do suck. Okay. Well, at least, okay. So you have some, you have some, some context to it. So, you oh, know, also, I did not know they spelled outcast with a K. Oh, today years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Capital O, capital K. That sounds like something you did with your brand. It, it is exactly what I did with my, you're right. I did not get it from them though. I, that is what I did with my brand. No, no, no. Funny. Okay, so let's talk about Hey Yeah! Exclamation Point by Outcast. Do it. Okay, so it's going to be really hard to read these lyrics without singing them because we all know how catchy the song is. Okay, one, two, three. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so. This I know for sure. But does she really want to but can't stand to see me walk out the door? Don't try to fight the feeling because the thought alone is killing me right now. Thank God for mom and dad for sticking together like we don't know how. Hey, ya. Hey, ya. A couple of times. You think you've got it. Oh, you think you've got it. But got it. Just don't get it when there's nothing at all. We get together. Oh, we get together. But separate 
all separates always better when there's feelings involved. Know what to say is it's nothing lasts forever. Then what makes it, then what makes it, then what makes it, he says that a couple of times, then what makes love the exception? So why, oh, why are we still in denial when we know we're not happy here? Hey, yeah, y'all don't want to hear me, but you just want to dance. Hey, yeah, don't want to meet your daddy. Oh, just want you and my caddy. Um, I'm just being honest. Hey, all right. All right now, fellas. Yeah. And so, all right, I can't hear. Yeah, I can't hear you. I say, you know, now we're going to break this thing down for you just a few seconds. Now, don't have me break this thing down for nothing. I want to see you in your baddest behavior. Lend me some sugar. I am your neighbor. Shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> hey, yeah, that is the end of the song. I mean, there's like some improv. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. We all know. And yes, I am wearing my vintage Polaroid sweatshirt today. And Christine is frozen or she's not speaking. <laughs> she's, she's, you guys, she's speechless. Why isn't she talking? This song is shit when you just read it. It is absolute shit when you read it. <laughs> like, I felt like you had some sort of like disorder that you couldn't speak properly as you were reading the lyrics. It was making me anxious because oh, it sounds such a bad so, job. No, it's just because these are songs meant to be sang the way they did it. You know what I mean? Like you're reading the words and I'm like, oh, it's like, it feels so cringy. Mm -hmm. um, but the song, such a catchy song. It's the it's catchiest, catchy, happiest song of all time. Which, you know what, I think is, I think that it's time that we come out and say, guys, I just think we need to say this real quick. We do not play the songs because we're really not supposed to do that for copyright reasons. So, and if we everyone can't out there, them. yeah, and I mean, I think we could sing them, but we can't play the song. So it'll be in the show notes and you have got to listen to it in the show notes, this song for sure. But mm -hmm. I just want to throw that out there that, that we know that we don't play the song, but we can't. Okay. Um, everybody knows, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Like every single person knows that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. I love, I love the song. I love, love, love the song. Didn't know it was by outcast. Couldn't name the band any of their songs earlier when Dana asked me. Mm -hmm. um, so I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you some stuff. All right, give it to me. Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like I'm echoing. Am I echoing? Nope. No, you can hear me? Yep. Okay, weird. I had this like moment of like, oh shoot. Okay, um, so the Outcast is, they formed in 1992 in Georgia, like Atlanta outskirts of Atlanta members are Andre 3000, um, Benjamin, or they call him Dre and Antoine big boy Patton. So it's Andre 3000 and big boy. Okay. So they are just a two man, um, group and they're, they're absolutely incredible. I didn't really go deep into like them as a group. Cause I wanted to talk mostly about the song. I tend to do that. I, I think that's like my thing, but whatever. Okay. So 
The beginning describes doubts about a relationship. So Andre 3000 said, I think it's more important to be happy than to meet up to the world's expectations of what a relationship should be. So this is a celebration of how men and women relate to each other in the 2000s. Because this, so the song was, um, oh shoot, where's my info? So the song was uh, written, oh my gosh, it's gone, in the early 2000s. So it came out in 2002, I believe August of 2002. And I remember where I was when I first heard this song. I was at like, a, this song came out when I lived in New York and I was really into going to shows and I went to all these concerts and a, a boyfriend at the time, his band was playing and they were opening up for this other band, blah, 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 blah. And the show was over and all these kids were just like hanging out. And all of a sudden it was like kind of silent. And all of a sudden this song comes on and, I, and everyone's like losing their mind. And like, it just like was like an infestation of people just like coming, dancing and losing their mind. And I'm like, oh my God, what song is this? My friend's like, you don't know it, it's Outcast. And instantly I bought the album and it was like- Oh my. I was obsessed. It was just like one of those things. I don't know why it took me so long. I mean, I think it was right when it came out. But I remember where I was, who I was with and like the faces of everybody when it came on. Like I remember it so, so clearly when the song, when I first heard it. It was Aww. like so fun and catchy and everyone was losing their shit, which is the case whenever it's played now, you know, people lose their shit. So anyway, <laughs> the song isn't autobiographical. It's more like, okay, this is what he also said. Um, it isn't autobiographical. It's more like fantasies or tangents based on real life moments from a, a light of, from my life spark a thought when I'm writing the story was set in the fifties. So the song was me trying to do it a Woody Allen kind of thing, a humorous kind of honesty. They actually asked if he would, if Woody Allen would be in the video and the schedules didn't work out. They should, um, be, glad for that now. They should be very glad for that now. Yeah. Wait, Did you say that the, like the, the writer of the song is saying that this, what happened in the fifties? Oh, he's saying that like the story of the song, like, I guess, like he, okay. he says that a lot, like the story was set in the fifties, but yet it wasn't autobiographical. So I think he was like referencing like the story of the, this love relationship of two people was set in the fifties. Gotcha. And then like, and, and so he kind of, I think it's just like his way of being like witty and ironic. Um, and then in the video, uh, it's the video we'll get to in a second. Uh, so then, you know, it's kind of like, you know, in the, in the second verse, the, you know, the, the writer gets cold feet and wonders what the purpose of continuing this relationship is pondering the question. If, if they say nothing is forever, then what makes love the exception? So it's kind of like, we're in this, but we're not in this, like, what are we doing here? Um, hmm. and it kind of leads to these fun facts. Like everyone when the song first came out, it was like, yeah, hey, yeah, like nobody really listened or paid close attention to the lyrics. I don't know when it kind of all changed, but like the uh, outcast, they did a little like Twitter meme and it kind of was like, it was a picture of Andre 3000. And it said like, you know, the song is really happy, but it's actually not about happiness. And so basically people lose their mind. And this TikTok star, her name is Eve, um, Eliza Days. She does this really cool series in which she talks about the real meanings behind songs, which is actually really cool. We'll link her in the show notes. 
So she did. Hey, yeah. And it like almost broke the internet. People started losing their mind. They're like, this is the happiest melody, but the saddest song, because it's like, it's not really about like happiness. It's about how we like force relationships because we think that we should be in this relationship because like, Oh, just make it work because you know, our, our parents made it work and we've seen love work. Like we should just, let's just be together. It's just, you know, and then really it's like, we can't be together. They say, thank God for mom and dad for sticking together. Like we don't know how. Like exactly. Yeah. Mom and exactly. Dad stick together. They made sacrifices. We can't. Yeah. And we're, we are still in denial and we know that we're not happy. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, which is so ironic because it's like the song is just like so upbeat and Hey, yeah, let's party. Let's shake it. Let's have fun. But really it's like, so this other TikTok star, she did um, a cover of it. Um, we'll link her as well. And she's just playing the keyboard and singing it like really just like raw. And you really hear that it is actually a sad song. Her name is Yvonne MK Music. It's a really beautiful cover. We'll link that as well. So, and it's actually like a kind of a sad love song, but it's not autobiographical. And so in the song or in the video, it's kind of a play on the Ed Sullivan show mm-hmm. when Beatles came out, um, when Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show, but they're reversing it. So it's the reversing the British invasion. So it's an American band invading Europe. Okay. And Andre 3000 poses as all seven members of a group called the love below. And they each had, he, they even created fake names for them. Each of these so-called members of this group. And they flash the names of them. Like, you know, one their names are possum, Aliosis Jenkins, Andre ice cold, 3000 dookie blossom gain the third, which, and then Johnny vulture, which is so funny. Like, I think that's, they even came up with names for these like fake members and they, super funny and so like when, right, when they get introduced in the video those they have names they pick like that yeah and they flash them on the screen and it's all andre 3000 and he actually this is a fun 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 fact he designed all of the 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 wardrobe all of the the clothing that he wears for um the video and he actually wanted he was trying to get ralph lauren to do a cameo in the video as well because he designed the clothes in the video to look like polo players which is the style that ralph lauren kind of popularized mm-hmm. like he's wearing they're wearing like you know the the polo hats and he also said um he told the daily mail i designed the clothes before i had my own label benjamin bixby using fabric I found in my hometown. I got a seamstress to sew them up for me. And then the year the single came out, I started seeing more and more green in people's collections. I don't know if there's such a, a such a thing as royal green, but that's what I'd like to call it. So you, it's true. It's like a Kelly green, like a really bold green is like in the, all of their clothing, plaid pants, suspenders. I mean, it's oh, I like- I just pulled it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. They're adorable. So green cute. Sweater, a green beret, green and blue plaid pants. And then like they're wearing um, horseback riding hats or whatever yeah. you call them. The polos. Maybe that's a today years old. What are the names of those hats that polo wear? You know, people that wear play polo. What are those, those hats called? I don't know. I don't know. Google it up. Um, so let's see. And it's so, there's so many parts of it that are so catchy that just like resonate with all of us. Like, he's like, what's cooler than being cold, cool. It's like ice cold. And then, um, he yells, you know, calls to the ladies, like, um, 
hold on, I gotta pull him up. He's like, what's cooler than being cool or cold? Ice cold. And then, you know, all the Beyonce's and the Lucy Lou's and the baby dolls get on the floor, get on the floor, um, shake it like a Polaroid picture, which in iron, another little irony tidbit is that if you shake a Polaroid picture after photographing it, it ruins it. It does not process it faster, actually. There's Gosh. a science behind it. So shaking it like a Polaroid picture, you're not we always shook them. You're not supposed to. I've always shaken them. Yep. Before this song came out. In fact, yep. maybe I invented shaking them. Right. You might have. You very well could have. But you're not, you're supposed, not supposed to shake to. it. Polaroid actually, like, they actually say, you know, um, so a reference. To, so in the breakdown, it's a reference to the technique that some photographers, it's supposed to expedite the drying of the damp film. But it actually, you're, yeah, it can make it it messes it up hold on and did polaroid like have to come out with some serious statement after this song came out well it's funny because they actually like they went along with the so after the the success of the the commercial success it actually helped bring back the polaroid because polaroid was kind of like a dying thing because digital cameras were coming and so in fact shaking the picture does not help it process it ruins it but polaroid still sought to capitalize on the illusion and sponsored parties for outcast and they even had the band like hold the camera in some of their their shows during some of their performances yeah, they never, I don't think they went, they never went so far as to have like that song in one of their, their commercials. But what's funny is, yeah, they never really were like, oh, hey, by the way, don't do that. They just, they just went along with it. They're like, okay, she got like a polar picture. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, jump on this bandwagon. They never, I mean, it's possible that maybe now, but um, yeah. Well, yeah, if this song came out now, um, Polaroid would tweet about it. Polaroid <laughs> would Instagram, Facebook, Snapchatty, mm-hmm. TikTok about it. Might even put it in a commercial. I mean, like there would be tons of money exchanged between Outcast and Polaroid. Right. Which is, you know, it's kind of leads back to like us not being able to play the song. Like there's copyright stuff. Like if you just mention, I mean, you can, it can be a big thing. Like it's always scary. Like, you know you know, when you're on a platform and you're referencing or talking about someone else's product or vision or artistry or something like, is it going to come back and bite you in the butt? And yeah, in early 2000, right. they're like, they even mentioned Beyonce and Lucy Liu. I mean, I think that that kind of thing is really like, people aren't going to go that crazy, but people can get sue happy and, you know, cancel culture is real. And now it does, you know, it's now, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it came out, Polaroid's like, oh, cool. Yeah, shake it like a polar picture, even though that's not what you're supposed to do. I am. I think these lyrics are really clever. Very Um, clever. This particular, these couple lines here, um, this is definitely a sexual reference, but. I didn't even sing it. Don't, well, it might be a different, is this, did you skip this? I'm, I mean, I always mark our uh, episodes as explicit, so. Okay, good, um, okay. We, we can do what we want, but this line, don't want to meet your daddy, just want you in my caddy. Don't want to meet your mama, just want to make you come a. Uh. Mm-hmm. I Which, didn't read those um, part, that part. Uh, comma doesn't really rhyme with mama. There's, they're a little bit different, but um, I think that's <laughs> clever. And I think that goes to what you're saying about, I'm not a person that wants to like be in a committed relationship like my parents did. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not good at commitment. I don't want commitment. This is what I want. 
Right. Um, and it also, um, uh, well, I thought he was going to say what's, co- oh, what's cooler than being cool is ice cold. Yeah. Okay. So cold, like cold shoulder, cold, like not showing your feelings to the girl you might like, like mm-hmm. tough exterior. Right. Yeah. Like what the only thing that's being, that's cooler than being cool is just, yeah. And like, you know, what exactly is being cool? Is it like, you know, is it a cool? Cause you know, I don't know when I was in my early, you know, dating in that time of my life, when I was in New York, like it wasn't cool to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Like it was cool to be like single oh. and, you know, dudes weren't, you know, don't you, especially in, in the industry, the, you know, entertainment industry you know if you're a famous person you don't want to be bogged down with the relationship because you're right. you're touring around dancing around meeting all these so it wasn't cool to you know have a committed relationship or get engaged so it's cooler yeah. to be ice cold and like be cold to the girls bitch i don't want a relationship you know this one oh, honey out, you said this song came out in 2000 i 2002 2002 Okay. Mm-hmm. At that time in my life. Yeah. I wish that I would have read the lyrics to this song then. And mm-hmm. that I would have been not only cool, but ice cold. <laughs> a whole lot of people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Can I, you I imagine? wish I'd yeah. been like, you know what? I don't want to meet your daddy. I just want you in my caddy. Like, I wish I would have been that way. Oh gosh. Same. I was and a little think, late to that party. Yeah. I think I'm now too old. Well, and also too committed in a relationship to ever be able to use that line. No, you won't. You go. Yeah, that line won't be able to be used. Mm-mm. No, you're not. Too, you're not, not cool enough. About that. I really want. I really wanted. Well, you can I do really some role playing. To... You can role play. I mean, isn't that like the new thing? Ooh, you can have Dana at like sitting at the bar at a bar and you walk in and you guys pretend like you don't know each other and you could go right up to her and be like what's cooler than being cool and if she says ice cold there you have it yeah that's a that would be cool she (laughs) would say it she would totally say it she would would definitely say it she would know it Mm -hmm. even before listening to this 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 podcast if she if you went up to her or even just right now you just go upstairs and be like hey babe what's cooler than being cool well, I can't do it right now because you told her about the outcast thing. And then yeah. she asked me about the outcast thing. And I thought it was yeah. serendipitous, but it wasn't. It's because you guys had a secret and I was believing in something supernatural. And now I don't. Bum, bum, bum. But then I could ask her later. I could do this later. And then like after- randomly off the grid. Yeah. And then after she says ice cold, I will say. Don't want to meet your daddy. Just want you in my caddy. <laughs> yes. That's gonna happen. I'm, you know, I'm surprised that that, you know, in that time frame, I was very single, and I'm surprised that nobody ever like referenced that because that song was really popular during that time in my life. I'm surprised nobody ever was like, "Hey, I don't want to meet your daddy. I just want to get you in my caddy." I'm surprised nobody. Yeah, but that's because that nobody has cars in New York, Julie. Oh, that's true. Damn, that's so true. Like, the only hey, person that had a car. Meet- was my right. yeah my one yes was my Even rich boss I, yeah I don't want to meet your daddy but do you want to ride the subway with me like it's a subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Doesn't, you want to get want to catch this bus right yeah okay no. truth um <laughs> do you have anything else about this song 
Um, let me check my notes real quick. Let me get my, uh, my cliff notes. Not a whole lot other than people losing their mind when they realized it was actually a sad song. Like, every time I looked it up, it was like, fans are losing their mind over the fact that, Hey, y'all is not a happy song. It's like, y'all, do you ever listen to lyrics in general? Like, why did it take you so long? What is, what is going on with you people? Like, seriously? Um, I don't really have much else. No, except that it's just a great song. It's a fun song. And Oh, it was like the reception of this song, Pitchfork number two and the top hundred songs of 2000. Um, Rolling Stone ranked it number 10 in the 500 greatest songs of all time. Like it was like hugely celebrated. And it, to this day is always in those top, you know, whatever's of whatever's like, it's always, it's going to hit the list regardless. Cause it's, it is. Um, I have a question. Okay. I have an answer. He says, he says um, I'm going to break this thing down for a second. Mm-hmm. Don't have me break this thing down for nothing. I want to see you on your baddest behavior. Lend me some sugar. I am your neighbor. Ah, here we go now. And then he says, shake it 75 times. Yeah. He's saying that like, shake your ass. Like, what are we actually shaking like a Polaroid picture? Well, side note, and when we first heard the song, we're like, shake it, like shake it is like, yeah, like shake it when you're going to dance or shake it in general. But when he's before that, he's like, I'm going to break it down for you. Don't make me break this down for nothing. Okay. I want to see you on your baddest behavior. So he's he's breaking down the song and he's like shaking it. So he's wanting to make sure that you all are like really going to break it down and shake it. Don't, don't do it for nothing. But yeah, is it shaking? I think it is. Yeah. Like, or is it shaking that bad energy of like toxic relationships, shaking that off, shaking off the fact that being in a relationship isn't cool, like shake all that off or what is no, it? What are you shaking no. out? What are you no, shaking? Totally, You're no, shaking your ass. It's totally about an ass. It's about getting down and shaking your booty. It's totally about ass. It's about ass. <laughs> 